Welcome back to On Your Mind. Today we're going to talk about the fact that you should let other people heal you too. You see, a lot of the healing you do in solidarity, especially for me because I was anxiously attached, so I had to do a lot of the healing in solidarity. And also that goes for people with other attachment styles, or even if you don't know what your attachment style is. You have to spend a lot of time in solidarity. But there is a limit to what you can do in solidarity. At some point you have to talk to other people, your friends, maybe a therapist or your significant other. Also for the longest time I thought I needed to be fully healed to start dating or get into a relationship. But to be fair that's not completely true. Because a lot of things will only get triggered in a relationship or when you start dating. And because you took the time in solidarity to heal from it and understand your feelings and how to cope with them, it should be easier if you get triggered because you will talk about it. You will know where the feelings come from and you can explain them. And eventually you have to come to a point where you don't get scared when you get triggered. The time I spent in solidarity is learning about my attachment style. Like I said, I was anxiously attached and also learned about other attachment styles. Attachment styles start really early on in your childhood and it tells you more about how you respond in a trauma situation or stressful or just a situation where it's very hard or you get triggered. So it tells you more about what you need when you feel that stress. And the best attachment style to be in is secure. I'm not going to tell you all about attachment styles right now. You can definitely look it up and there's multiple books, podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube videos that you can find. Even on TikTok, there's a lot of information out there. But I think it's a good thing if everybody learns a thing or two about attachment styles. I don't want to get into much why I was anxiously attached, but I do want to explain how it feels to me. Because if there is conflict, especially in a relationship with a friend or a significant other, I need closeness. I need to feel close to that person in order to feel okay. So if a person runs away or needs space, it's very hard on me, or at least it was, because I didn't understand why that person needed space while I needed closeness. Because I associated going away and needing space with something bad. But learning about attachment styles also learned me that an avoidant attachment style is that they need space. They need space to calm down, clear their head and think about the situation. Sometimes they feel trapped when they are in a stressful situation. And taking space doesn't mean they are going to do reckless things. It just literally means that they are taking a little bit of space and time to think about stuff. And that's completely fine. But it's also important to set boundaries and communicate your feelings as well. And also expect them to do the same. Because otherwise, without communication, it's not gonna work. You're not gonna understand each other. So I know this is very random, but I learned this on TikTok and it works really well. So I'm anxiously attached, or at least I was. I will get back to this a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I need closeness, I need security, I need to feel secure in the relationship I'm in. And again, that can also be a friendship or a relationship with a parent or family. But I need closeness, I need to know that we're okay. 
But to be fair, I don't really need that right now. I need it in the end to feel okay. But I don't need it right now. While the other person that is avoidant really needs space right now. Because they can think straight. And that is when they start to feel trapped and start to say things that they don't really mean. So what to do in this situation is both communicating what you need. But also try to understand the other person. Try to understand that I as an anxiously attached person need closeness. But also understand that the other person might need some space. So how to solve this is to give the person that needs space. Because they need space right now. Just give them some time to think about it. Maybe they need five minutes. Maybe they need an hour. Maybe they need the whole night to think about it. But once their head is clear, they need to come back to you, give you that closeness and also talk about things because they can't run away from problems, obviously. And yes, this does mean that you need to overcome your fear from them taking some time off. But it also means that they need to overcome a fear to not walk away from the problem, but they have to come back to you and talk about it. So you just have to both compromise. And possibly, most important, communicate and trust each other. So that is what I mean by let other people heal you too. Because you can't do that healing in solidarity. You can't experience or practice this because you have to practice it. The first time is gonna be hard, the second time is still gonna be hard. But maybe after three or four times, it starts to get easier. And because you keep communicating, maybe it doesn't happen that often anymore. Maybe you don't get that triggered by things anymore. Maybe you start communicating more and that means you won't have as much problems because you talk about it before it becomes a problem. And again, you can only practice this with another person. You can't do this in solidarity. So I will get into what I did in solidarity to overcome and become more secure in my attachment style. The first thing I did is learn about my own attachment style and understand why I am this way. Because a lot stems to childhood. Also learn about how you cope with this. And like I said, because I'm anxiously attached, I need closeness to feel okay. But that means I need solidarity and I need to heal alone. Because I don't need anyone else. I had to learn that I don't need anyone to feel good. I am good by myself. I want people around me, but I don't need people around me. I had to heal from that. Again, I just watched a whole lot of videos, read a lot about my attachment style and how to cope with it and also how to heal from it. The next thing I did is learn about other attachment styles and avoiding people to be specific because that is what I seem to attract. So I had to learn about their way of thinking, why they need what they need. And now, because I understand them more, I am able to give them that space that they need. And again, this doesn't mean that they should walk all over you. You should set some clear boundaries and communicate those. But they need some space and I am able to create that space for them. So they should be able to create a space where I feel safe, where I feel loved and where I feel heard. And that is in closeness. So again, it's communication and what you need. 
and what they need, how you feel, how they feel, and what you're going to do next. But most of all, I had to understand that I'm not gonna get an answer right now. Even if I want that with every bono in my body, I'm not gonna get an answer. I'm not gonna get an answer right now because they will say things that they don't mean or can't own up to. So they need some space to think about what they really want and what they really need. Obviously, if you're very much still anxiously attached, and to be fair, it's funny, I did a, a test recently. I did a test before and it said I'm anxiously attached and I did the test again and now it says I'm secure. So that's really nice to see and I've been feeling more secure as well. But um, what I wanted to say is, if the other person is taking space and you are anxiously attached, it's going to be hard, but you need to be patient and you need to keep yourself busy. You're not going to sit around and wait for an answer because maybe they need five minutes, but maybe they need an hour or maybe they even need a day. So what you're going to do is what makes you feel good. If you usually like to take a long shower, take a long shower. If you like to exercise, go work out. If you like to call a friend, then call a friend. If you want to clean your house, just keep yourself busy so you're not stuck on thinking and being anxious. You need to do something that feels good. You need to do something that fills your cup, that makes you feel fulfilled. So do whatever you need to do and try to keep your mind off it as well. But also at the same time, keep in account your own feelings. And if it's getting too much for you, you can communicate that to the person. As for avoidant attachment style people, I can't say too much, but um, what I do know and what I learned is that you think you do a lot of the healing in solidarity because that's your escape route. But you actually need to do a lot of the healing with another person because you like to run away. You like to take space and then, if possible, never come back to the subject again. Just ignore that it exists. But that's not real life. So you as an avoidant person should take the time and space to get your mind clear, but actually focus on that, actually do that. So don't act out, don't go crazy, don't go do stupid shit, because that's not what it's about. So take that space that you need and use it wisely. And then you need to come back to that person and talk about it and find a solution. And I know this is very hard for avoidant people, but again, you do need to do a lot of your healing with a person because you think you can do everything by yourself. Running away is not an option. You can only do that for so long. You can only keep running until it catches up to you. So yeah, you think you need to do a lot of the healing in solidarity where I actually needed to do the healing, but you need to do the healing with another person. That is very important. There's more attachment styles and there's also mixed attachment styles. So if you want to learn more about this, then um, definitely look it up because it's a very interesting topic. I even recently taught my mom a thing or two about attachment styles and she immediately bought a book and it helped her so much. Um, so I think it's a very interesting topic and Maybe you will learn more about yourself and other people and also 
give you more insights on some situations you had in the past or maybe will have in the future. But coming back to letting others heal you too, you can do a lot of the healing by yourself, but you also need to do a lot of the healing with the people around you. And with that being said, that is this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as always. You can find me across all social media at Kim Terstegen. And I just want to thank you for listening again. And I will see you in the next one. Bye bye.